Welcome to the Data Center of the Future podcast series sponsored by Dell. I'm Russ Riley along with Jeff Johnson, and today we're speaking with Winston Bumpus, Director of Systems Management Architecture in the office of the CTO at Dell. Today's podcast is called A Blueprint for Managing the Data Center of the Future. Jeff, what's on the agenda for today? Today, we're going to be talking with Winston about systems manageability in the data center. We'll be covering things like why this is such a big issue, what companies are doing about it, and do a deep dive into things like agentless management and centralized command centers, layered architecture, and even out-of-band management where you can manage machines when they're turned off. Welcome again, Winston. Thanks, Jeff. Glad to be back. Let's just get started with the first question. Define systems manageability and why is it such a big issue in the data center? Well, I think customers are finding, and there's been plenty of uh, research data done to show that the cost of just acquiring the hardware and software for a data center is actually a small piece of the total cost of ownership of technology. And so management and manageability is a key concern and a key cost factor for customers. So finding ways to reduce that cost by better manageability is important to our customers. You mentioned that this is a different approach. What's the innovative part of this approach? Well, I actually think there's a couple of pieces that are very innovative. First of all, we're taking a look at manageability not for a particular product, but across the entire product line. So we're looking at manageability from everything from desktops and notebooks, servers and storage to printers and displays and projectors. The entire product line, the entire infrastructure, looking at it, uh, managing it in a standard way. The second thing that this architecture, and we're talking about this unified manageability architecture, is that it provides a layered architecture for management. Now, people have been familiar for years of the layered architecture that's used in network terminology, and it's aided people in how they look at and how they architect uh, networks, whether it's the physical layer or the link layer or the session layer or the application layer. And it's been very useful in terminology and designing. Having a layered architecture for management also provides that same terminology and layered architecture for implementation. So those two things, across the entire product line and having a layered architecture, are the things that make this very innovative. Okay, you talk about Dell doing this. Uh, Are there other companies that are doing this same kind of thing? Well, you know, certainly uh, lots of companies are working on standards for management, whether they're protocols uh, such as WS Management or Smash, whether it's infrastructure like standardized in the systems management BIOS and machine. So lots of people are working on these various standards. What this architecture is a way to describe where these standards sit and how to implement them across the entire product line. So I think, yes, everybody's working on these standards, but I think this is providing a blueprint on how that can be implemented for entire products. Dell has shared this architecture with all of our partners and providers and so that we can have, A, a a common way to describe all of this and make sure that the components that each of us are building will work together as we implement the manageability solution for our customers. You know, in a separate conversation, you and I talked about the term agentless management. Can you explain to me what that is? Why, sure. You know, lots of management software today that is installed in customer environments requires the installation of additional agents within the system. You know, you have a server and you have to install an additional agent into that server, for example, to be able to provide the management data and infrastructure. And if you buy several tools to be able to do it, you end up implementing multiple agents on that environment. Agents actually use additional processing resource and actually provide some additional risk in there. If you have an agent that runs in there, it may actually introduce problems. 
So by going to an agentless environment where you use the native infrastructure and instrument the hardware as part of the manageability infrastructure, then you don't have multiple agents running on it. You're using the native infrastructure for manageability and reduce some of that processing overhead and risk in your environment. Okay, so you're talking about you know, gaining additional control and command over your data center. Looking at this holistically, are we talking about some sort of centralized command center or some sort of single pane of glass from which a data center manager can control things? You know, the answer to that is yes, but, you know, there really are multiple management paradigms that we're seeing today. You know, some customers really like to segregate their management infrastructure, so they have people specialized on managing the storage environment versus managing their server farms versus managing the desktops. Other customers want to have an integrated view to be able to manage their infrastructure holistically. By implementing a standards-based manageability infrastructure, then this gives customers choice on how they want to implement, whether they want a single pane of glass to manage their environment or whether they need to distribute that throughout their IT infrastructure. So what you're saying then is there are kind of different ways of accomplishing this. Can you expand on that a little bit? Really, the ultimate thing that we're trying to do is not only provide uh, this architecture is trying to provide a way that you can manage technology in a using standard interfaces and, and enabling Dell uh, management tools to be able to manage the product. But also, this allows you to choose the tool of choice. So by having a standard interface that customers can choose whether they want to use a management tool from company A or another management tool from company B, they can use those in the same environment. And whether those tools provide an integrated view of their environment or whether it's just a specialized view, this approach really enables that. We're talking about things that are being done today, but let's fast forward to the future. What do you think the future holds? I mean, what does this mean for the architecture and the productivity and costs in the data center of the future? Well, I certainly see that the level of automation is really the thing that folks are after. And so being able to automate processes, policy-based decisions, and provide orchestration of the entire environment in an automated, dynamic way. You know, we've certainly heard lots of talk in the future. We'll see this in tools that say that they are able to do that. We think it's fundamental to providing that vision or enabling that vision is that you need to have standardized manageability infrastructure that these automated tools can take advantage of. We see things in the future of customers today are automating their applications and things in their web servers, but in the future they want to tie this into their business systems so that they can look at their business systems and that the IT infrastructure is just a piece of that environment. We're also going to see tighter integration, for example, with the power and cooling. This has become a big issue with our customers and that being able to manage workloads and balance that and the power and cooling requirements time of day, and in a global environment, be able to distribute workloads globally to take advantage of power and thermal and processing capabilities globally is the kinds of applications that customers are really looking at. So virtualization and some of these other things are enabling technologies, but we believe that fundamentally for this to work, we need to have this standards-based infrastructure, and that enables all of these things that we see happening in the future. 
By all these things, I guess you're talking not only the data center, but all the way out to the client, to the end user, and probably even beyond that to mobility. Is that is that correct? Absolutely. We see that the you know customers that are in the consumer space and and that have products in the home, we're starting to see more and more servers and infrastructure. People have put in networks in the home environment, and to be able to manage that is becoming just as challenging as some of the early data centers. And so having an infrastructure not only that can support this, but can be managed and supported through a distributed environment is also becoming pretty important. So all of these pieces enable these capabilities, which we didn't even think were possible a few years ago. Uh, You mentioned earlier about layered architecture. Can you tell us a little bit more about that and help us define it? The architecture that we've laid out is a six-layer architecture. It starts out at the bottom, at the very lowest level. It's a platform layer. It's all of the places that we instrument for manageability. So it's the hardware, the chips, the sensors that are built into the hardware themselves. And even the software sits in the platform layer. So that's the platform itself. The layer above that is called the logical mapping layer. If you think about it, it's like drivers that you'd have for you know, a function today. These drivers are capable of providing management or mapping the platform into concepts that can be managed and also provide interfaces for things like common diagnostics. Above that is what's called the aggregation layer, and so it pulls all these components together. So, for example, we can go in in the aggregation layer and we can look at things like health status. Health status is really the aggregation of lots of other status and and information throughout the system. So now that we've got this information in an aggregated way, pulled together for manageability, the next layer up is the access layer. You need some way to be able to access this information in a remote environment. We're basing our uh, layers on web services standards, and so web services are enabling uh, management through these access layers. Also, the other interface is not only through a programmatic interface for web access, but a command line protocol for human interaction with this if you need to directly manage that device. So those are the four manageability layers. Above that are two additional layers. One is the resource management layer, where the tool itself sits and provides the management capability, maybe the management tool itself. And the top layer is one that is we consider optional, but more and more customers are putting it in, which is an orchestration layer. This orchestration layer really interfaces to the entire resource management infrastructure and provides the policy-based management, autonomic kinds of management things that the customers want. So those are the six layers that we've outlined, and all of the capabilities within those are what in the unified manageability architecture. Tell us about out-of-band Management. How do you handle that, and what is it? More and more we're seeing, and we've seen it in uh, servers today, and we're seeing some of it starting to show up in desktops and notebooks, but it's actually processors that provide capability to manage a system without the OS being present. In fact, these processors actually run on a thing we call flea power, so that you can remotely connect to this interface and actually take a machine that's running on you know very, very low voltages and power it on. So you can actually manage and communicate with these devices, even if they're powered off. These capabilities, and you know, Dell has a thing called DRAC, which is the Dell Remote Access Controller. It's an out-of-band controller for managing its servers. We're going to start seeing this technology show up in desktops and notebooks to be able to completely manage these environments, whether folks have left for the night and powered the machine off 
IT infrastructure can turn it on, update it, scan it for viruses, maintain that system, put new versions of software on, and then power the machines off to conserve energy, which are becoming very important. So these out-of-band management capabilities are becoming very important, and we're going to see, as the technology develops, we're going to see it more and more of our products. This has been a really great overview of the blueprint for managing the data center of the future. What are the key points that you want to leave with our listeners before we close? You know, Jeff, I think the key things are that we think it's important that products are instrumented for manageability and that when people acquire products that they find and they purchase them because they are the most manageable. I think it's a critical piece of it because management and the manageability of things really affects the total cost of ownership. But in addition to that, as we want to enable and automate the data center of the future, this infrastructure for manageability needs to be there in order to enable the kinds of things and the kinds of infrastructure that we want going forward. Thank you so much for your time. This has been great. My pleasure. Guys, this has been a great overview of this technology. And if our listeners are interested in more in-depth information, please visit dell.com slash standards. And join us again next time for another edition of the Data Center of the Future podcast series.